0: I've got a question for you. Are you the kind of person that is able to just drop everything you're doing and start all over again? Now, you're going to have to do this all by yourself, but at least it's something that you love. So imagine this, right? You're in your job, you're in career, you're succeeding, you're thriving. Um, You've been doing this for eight years. You're moving up the ladder. Uh, You're doing something you actually love. Are you the kind of person that can just drop that (laughs) uh, and start all over again? So, Hey, everyone, I'm Tesla Herbert. And today we're going to be talking to Eliana Sheriff. And she did exactly just that. Hey, Ellie, how are you doing?
1: Hey, I'm good. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, I just did it. So <laughs> I
0: guess. <laughs> <laughs> so last year, she left a very successful TV reporter journalism career. She's been doing that for eight years. And she's now started a YouTube channel called Ellie in Space. Uh, in a period of one year, she has skyrocketed to 50,000 followers. Almost. And if you just, <laughs> if you just watch a few of her videos, uh, you'll understand quite quickly why she's taken off, why she's special. So she has this unique ability to take a TV reporter journalism skill set, apply it with a very fun personality, covering an amazingly exciting segment, Space, SpaceX, and Tesla. So I am so excited to learn more about you, Ellie. Uh, Are you guys ready? Let's get started. Let's get brighter. Okay. Welcome Ellie, how are you doing?
1: I am great, yeah. (laughs) I'm good. I'm excited for for the Tesla shareholders meeting next week. Exactly,
0: I saw that you got invited to that. so I absolutely love your YouTube channel, Ellie. Uh, I I can see clearly, as I mentioned earlier, how you're successfully combining this personality, your professionalism, your passion for space and technology in general. But you have this fun activities that you do it around with travel and rock climbing. So let's get started. I, I saw one of your videos that you did last month where you were explaining why you left uh, your successful career as a TV reporter and you decided to become a YouTube uh, channel <laughs> full-time right. Why why did you do this and tell us how did this all happened?
1: Yeah uh, Wow, that is there's there's so much involved because it was a big decision and it was hard to make But I'm a little over two months uh, from when I had my last day in TV news and I feel great Already it feels like like life has been a roller coaster, but very much living on my own terms and um, just being able to dedicate my all to the channel. But uh, yeah, I, I had envisioned that I would keep climbing up the TV news ladder. I was the main anchor at my last job before moving here to Utah in a smaller city in Washington state. And yeah. so I moved here to be a reporter um, and most of the time we were alone. Uh, so we we didn't usually have like a camera person with us. So there's, there's kind of a, a difference there between reporter and an MMJ. I was actually hired as an MMJ. So some days I would get a camera person, but most days, it was just me, one man band, independent. And that's kind of been the last eight years, which I see. has been uh, great for setting me up to be independent and, you know, know how to do all this stuff on my own. But, um, yeah, I I started the channel when I was still in Washington state and I made a video about Starlink because my ex-boyfriend had ordered a Starlink, you know, beta unit. And he's like, this is really new and a lot of people are going to want this and not a lot of people have it. So we should Mm -hmm. make a review of it and see how it goes. Mm -hmm. And I had never even heard of Starlink. I'm not going to lie. And, uh, (laughs) <laughs> so I made a video, and it started to take off. And I thought, well, you know what? I I've done stories throughout my career where I'd never had any prior knowledge about it, and you learn about it, and then you become mm. kind of a mini expert. So I thought, if this is the the beat that the people want, you know, like some people are on crime, some people are on health, I'll be on Starlink, right? And so mm-hmm. it kind of opened up this door for. Um, a topic that people wanted to hear about on YouTube. And no one was dedicated talking about Starlink. So yeah. that, of course, expanded to SpaceX, which expanded to Tesla. I mean, I'm still mostly SpaceX, hence mm-hmm. Ellie in space. That was kind of a rebranding, uh, I don't know, several months ago now. But I realized my name, Eliana sheriff, it's not very easy to say in passing, "Hey, check out my channel." What is it? Oh, Eliana Sheriff. What how do you spell that? You know, so Elian Space seemed like a good a good easy branding, but um yeah, how did I why did I leave my my job in TV news, right? A lot of people think, "Oh my gosh, you're on TV. What a cool career." Mm-hmm. And they're right, but a lot of things about the industry have changed in just the 8 years that I've been in TV news and I realized that my channel was really starting to succeed and I was thinking about the channel all the time. And I'm like, I don't really want to cover all these sad stories anymore if I don't have to. Um, And there's more than just that, you know, the pay really isn't great in news like I'm just not going to sugarcoat it. It's not Mm -hmm. um, the hours can be rough. You know, you, you're usually working holidays. Uh, But I think just I was burned out from, okay you know, there was a a shootout between 14 year olds and two of them are dead and go interview the family. okay I can do that. And I'm pretty good at it, but I'm covering space. You know, I'm I, I was taking more trips on my very limited PTO to Texas and I'm like, dude, I have the ability to be on the forefront because we're still just at the beginning of Starship, right? Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I don't want to be late to that party and feel like I, I don't get to be fully present and be able to, like we were saying, drop anything at a moment's notice and be at that orbital launch, right? Because that's still a big question mark. When is that going to be? Well, now that I'm full-time, I have that ability to be
0: mm.
1: just available anytime to do that and dedicate and
0: Yeah. Sorry to interrupt you because I want to pause a bit because there's a few points that you said that uh, I want to explore further before we move on to the you know, topic of space and others. Um, so the first one was when you explained that you know the reason you left the TV reporter job, one of the reasons, it's obviously a very complex de- decision, was that you were covering a lot of negative uh, news. And you said something that made me actually hit me pretty emotionally when I heard you in your YouTube video about that, but you said that when you interviewed somebody about something happened to their child or family member, it stays with you. Oh, yeah. Uh, and it's like, you've been, and you keep doing this for quite a bit and you yeah. realize that, yeah, today TV reporters, TV news, they like to sensationalize and focus on the negative. Um, so can you just tell me a little bit more about that experience of, covering something that's a little bit more negative than something that's more exciting and future focused.
1: Um, I think that you, you have to realize that that is part of the job description. Like I knew mm-hmm. that that, that was what I was there for, you know, was to cover newsworthy events. And so um, it's like, if you are a first responder, you have to know what you're signing mm-hmm. up for, but at a certain point it, it becomes very taxing. Uh, and so I, <sighs> it's kind of like a necessary part of the job, but I had another path finally. And that's the difference, right? Like Mm. I thought that I was going to really chase being in the anchor chair in a big market. And that, that was my path and that was the goal and that was success. And all of a sudden I was like, that's not my dream anymore. And I have, you know, I I think a lot of people, and it makes me sad. A lot of people Mm. are working jobs that they don't like, but they don't, have another option they or they don't you know they don't have something actively because then the channel started to bring in money and i would you know it's it's still like building but i was like okay i actually have a viable option here and you know i should go for it right like i would regret i would regret you know not trying more than if it failed if it fails guess what? Like you get another job. There is a mass exodus in news right now. I'm Hmm. fairly certain I could easily get back in. I don't even know if I would want to go back just because the same issues would exist. But um, yeah, those things stay with you. And I just thought, why, why am I covering these things that I am kind of dragging my feet to do when, when I have created something for myself, that now i have an out and it's something that i'm actually like very passionate about
0: so yeah. so you said that you were actually in washington state where i'm at is this really which uh, location here yeah uh
1: Tri- tri-cities <clears throat> tri-cities
0: so, okay yeah so and then you were explaining that um because it's a smaller market you were expected to actually and you were on your own, getting out there, doing these, do you do the research, you do the interviews, That's you do the, do you have, you have a cameraman, and you're <laughs> like piecing everything together. Do you actually have an editor? How did you no. do these? So,
1: and here's the thing, it's the mm. same thing here. This is market 30. This is Salt Lake city is a big city and the industry has kind of downsized and they don't have the same budget as they used to that. You know, I'm in a top market, something that I've worked, you know, over seven years to get to really grinded hard. And I'm still on my own. I'm still showing up with the camera and the tripod and having everyone that I interview say, oh, where's your cameraman? Or they got you doing this alone today. I, it got to a point where it started to drive me nuts. I'm like, yes. Yeah, I am alone. Don't rub it in, you know, and it's not even like I'm lazy or something like that. But, um, it, it, you know, it, it tends to look better when you have someone help you shoot it. There's a safety aspect. There was yeah. a news story that went pretty viral of a, a female reporter who was alone in the field going on a live shot. And she got hit by a car. Oh, my gosh. She mm-hmm. got hit by a car. She was OK. But it was like highlighting. Hey let's have safety in numbers, you know? So. Mm -hmm.
0: But at least this, right. I mean, you learn, this is with a skill that you've already doing professionally, learning how to do it on a professional level. Oh yeah. uh, Telling a story that's number, you know, number one, and then learning how to do the right shots. Mm -hmm. Editing. Yeah. I just watched last night. uh, We just watched, um, uh, oh my gosh, (laughs) Shania Twain documentary. Okay. And it was very, very good, very inspiring because she writes her own songs. But what I didn't know was that she would do these videos, right, music videos. She would do all the editing. Uh, wow. She would tell the people, you know, that she'd hire a director, the director would do the videos, and then she would actually edit it together. So it's like, there's that power uh, for you, not only being the, you know, if you're going to do this, you might as well do the entire thing.
1: Oh, and yeah. You learn
0: those skills. Yeah.
1: Well, you save money. It's creative control. It's, I think one of the pluses for me as a YouTuber, covering kind of like news updates is that I know how to turn stories quickly. I know how to like, you know, have a deadline. The beauty is that if I don't want to rush something, I don't have to. Hmm. But if there's like, you know, some breaking news development and I don't really want to be late to the party, I can edit, I can shoot it and edit it in about an hour and boom, upload it, you know? So Mm -hmm. I think that I have that advantage compared to someone who's just like, I want to start a YouTube channel, but they have no editing experience. They're not fast. You know, that takes years to get those, <clears throat> get those skills. Sorry. Yeah. Keep,
0: All right. On. So let's go, let's go back a little bit. So you're doing this career. You are a journalist, TV reporter, yeah. and then you said you had a YouTube channel already going and then it, but it was the space, uh, the Starlink episode that made you realize, Hey, this is something I'm excited yeah. about and something could take off.
1: So uh, if you and look then at, you were
0: doing this compared at the same time as your, career yes.
1: Yeah. for Well, and that was also one of the other reasons because I was starting to get burned out. I was like, yeah, I'm really like making sure to be consistent on my channel. But with that, Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm kind of working two jobs and I don't really want to do this. (laughs) But I didn't want to give up the channel. I mean, it was I was so dedicated to the channel, even from the very early days that I was searching for another TV news job in the middle of the pandemic, which I'm sure you can imagine was, mm. tough. um, yeah. and I was working with the TV news agent and I had these big cities that were interested in me, but they said, no, we want you to delete your channel. We like you, but really we don't want to channel. And at that point, I was only a couple months in and I said, if it's, if it's TV or the channel, I'm keeping the right. channel.
0: I didn't know that this okay so yeah Reuben
1: i was in it and i asked yeah. some of them i was like so what if i was a producer my face mm. wasn't on tv and behind the scenes no we would still want you to delete the channel i'm like okay well that to me is really kind of stepping on my rights um because i'm not really posting controversial things i just thought that it was like a breach of
0: you know and A bit of an overreach, but I can understand. I can understand too, right? You're the brand, your face, your knowledge,
1: your likeness, your, your voice. It's no, yeah. I don't. I want to own my own name and face. Yeah,
0: <laughs> you know? that's why I'm so excited and are, are very uh, intrigued when I learned about what you're doing and seeing you in action on your channel. As we look at it a little further, right? I mean, there's people like me, and I'm the kind of a normal. Average Joe putting up a channel and doing, you know, doing our own coverage. You are a true professional. So let's talk a little bit about that. You know, the you had mentioned in one of your videos that, you know, there is this TV reporting and then a TV reporting ought to have a YouTube channel. And yet, and then this idea that uh, I was calling it citizen journalism, but that's not what you are. Uh, yeah. You, know, you called it independent journalism. Journalism. Journalism,
1: yeah, and there's so, that
0: movement, right? And just it's very intriguing. Tell me a little bit about that movement that's happening.
1: Well, we've been seeing this, you know, ever since cell phones became mm. so easily accessible, and anyone can capture, you know, a video and become like. It it was so weird to me when, you know, I would go live on TV, but then all of a sudden people could go live on Facebook or do their own live streams. It's like people were getting to experience, you know, right. that, that on their own mini scale. But the thing is, because we have all of the resources, it's free to publish whatever you want online. I mean, you can really start your own, whatever you want to talk about. And that, that is, um, becoming more and more popular. So I just think that, you know, we're seeing way more people uh, create content.
0: Yeah, so that's citizen journalism, right? Right. What you're doing is you call it independent journalism.
1: Yeah, I guess I just feel like I'm definitely in a different category because, and I wouldn't say that every video is like this, but you know, some of my videos that I work really hard on, you know, they have a structure, And I'm trying to interview multiple people and I'm really trying to treat it like I would for broadcast, Um, but it's just on my channel. Uh, So, you know, it's like I think another example of independent journalism maybe would be like Vice, you think?
0: Well, the little corporation, which I think you're gonna to head towards, and we'll talk yeah. about this later. I think you're headed towards a media empire, but you know, let's 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 break it down a little bit, right? You're different, okay? Let's be clear that what you do and what uh, other people do, who are not trained journalists, reporters do, is different. I, I saw one video that you did where you went down, I think in Austin, and it was the new community
1: and yes. the modules
0: of these wonderful new homes and the whole concept of, yeah, that uh, it it blew up for many reasons. I can figure, I, guess, I could, I could, I could talk for hours of why we think that one blew up. But the, the concept is, is this brand new concept of, you know, the homes being built and not enough homes and houses. It's a brand new thing, but the way you covered it was so professional. I mean, it was really, you, you, you explained kind of the, situation just like you would as a reporter would do and the 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 editing was so professional as well highly produced the cuts i mean everybody's getting better and better at it um yeah but i still saw i can see the difference between a reporter doing it it's like 60 minutes doing it versus a a citizen journalist doing it right
1: I I think I laugh because I look at that video and I'm like, there are so many errors (laughs) and I just, I never thought, I never thought that it would blow up. I I made it because, you know, I thought it was interesting and, um, I, I was trying to make a video by a deadline for an ad sponsor. And so I kind of, you know, I shot it on my cell phone and kind of slapped it together, you know, in some of the bits I'm chewing gum and people are like, why are you chewing gum? (laughs) So it's really not that professional and and they're absolutely right. It's extremely cringeworthy, but I was just like, wow, you know, this was me kind of like not really putting a lot of effort into this one and it, and it did do pretty well. So um, yeah, that's weird. But
0: <laughs> you, you said earlier that you said that there's others like you who are trained reporters and journalists that are doing this now? Is this a real trend? Is there a lot of people like you? Because you're the first that I found or a few.
1: What I meant is like there are other people that are just deciding to become content creators with zero background, zero experience. And they're doing way better than me. Maybe they've been in the game longer. Maybe they're just, you know, I think one of the things that holds people back is they're so worried about you know, judgment or, uh, you know, am I going to look dumb? And I always tell people, you got to start because, Mm -hmm. you know, you're thinking that everyone's going to see your video and criticize it. No, you'll be lucky if people see your video. (laughs) We are living (laughs) in a world full of, it's it's so noisy, right? Mm -hmm, And so mm -hmm. I'm like, you got, you have it all wrong in your head. I'm like, actually, chances are probably no one's going to see it because you're no Mm -hmm. one. But then you stay consistent and maybe have a viral hit. But so I feel like the you know, people just don't start. And it's too bad because a lot of people want to express themselves. And oh, I've yeah. always wanted to make a channel about working on Jeeps. Well, then try <laughs> go for it, dude.
0: Yeah. So you are, so you, okay, let's explore that a little bit about how you were doing a job you love. You're very good at it and you're moving up quite, you know, You you see very clearly your trajectory to the larger markets and, um, but there's certain aspects of it you didn't like, and then you started this channel and it sounded like it was more of this thing you were just doing because you enjoyed it and then when it started to succeed and you're doing both together, you had to make that choice uh, at some point to do both. So it was less about being pushed out and or was it more about being pulled in to this new thing?
1: Hold in. Well, and I have to make this disclaimer because I can't take credit for this decision Mm. without some major backing from my Patreons. I've Mm. had a couple extremely generous Patreon supporters that Mm -hmm. believe in me and my channel and my work so much that they were like, yo, you know, let's let's help you out. And so um, I think that that was also something that I just I was really blessed to have happen. And without that, I would still be in TV news because like I said, you don't make a whole lot of money in TV news. So I yeah. wouldn't have a lot. To, it, it would feel, you know, cause I was making money on the channel and I still am, but YouTube revenue is very hit or miss. Yes. And it's not, it's not a lot unless you're like a huge channel. And so how,
0: how many followers do you need to have, uh, in order That's to get a, to something that you feel like is equivalent to where you were at, and then maybe even better,
1: I don't think it's so much about the followers, it's about the views, and so yeah, uh, okay. and I think that that still doesn't matter. You have to build your outside support, whether it's through Patreon or some other outlet. Um I have a friend who's a YouTube creator, and he says he makes about you know. 20% of his revenue from YouTube, 80% of it is from people backing him, you know, on Patreon. Interesting. And he was able to quit his job through that, but only through that. So I see. you have to build that base. And I, I hope more people understand that. And I know we're in a tough time right now, like inflation yeah. and, you know, gas prices, it's hard. So anyone who's like, helping me out and, um, you know, supporting my channel, it, it means even more because I know that everyone has to kind of fight right now with, with conditions.
0: I saw that you had, um, you have sponsored ads or sponsored, um, I don't know what you call it, right? Uh,
1: videos. Yeah. I've videos. I've run, I did a run with Brilliant right now. We're not, mm-hmm. but, um, that's cool.
0: Yeah. So how does that work? I mean, like, uh, cause I don't see others with, you know, your, the 50,000 kind of right. number, not yeah. many are doing it. Do they reach out to you or is it just because of your experience? You're able to know that this part, like it's a commercial for, you know, a TV chat.
1: Yeah. No, they reached out to me and I was like, yeah. Have you looked at my subscriber count? But pff, sure, you know, like
0: but like you said it's it is true when I did look at your subscriber count. 50,000 is huge, but it's not like it's, it's not massive no, yet. You just started. But your views are significant. Um some of them are getting, you know, 70,000 plus. Yeah, it's happening.
1: Yeah. Hit or miss and yeah. it's 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 so hard to know what's going to. like that that uh new community video. I'm like, "No way mm. that this is going to, this is probably going to maybe get like 3000 views, you know, and it has like over half a million. So I think you just, you just gotta create, create and put it out there, stay consistent and keep going. I I still have some major milestones that I want to hit before I feel. And I think that that's been something that I've been trying to remind myself, Hey, like enjoy this success because you told yourself you'd be stoked when you got to 20,000 subscribers and now <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> hundred that's not good enough. And it's like, okay, right, right. like, that's, that's good. But like, can we, can we like, can we have a moment here? You know? So I, I think help.
0: you're doing great. Yeah. And, uh, but you got your own milestone set up, but yeah. so, uh, this, I think you move from your career, you started this and you had a little base; it sounded like so. It wasn't like you just dropped everything and you know completely yeah. start. But yet, it's a significant change. And um, you, because of your experience, though, it did transfer over to this move. So it's a little different than, let's say, you're a baker and you're baking, and you're you're getting a job from your career at a restaurant or some hotel that you're working for, and then you decide you're going to become a YouTube star. That's a bit more of a huge leap because in your case this was your career this is what you're trained for storytelling editing journalism right yep so it makes a lot of sense and I just I'm I'm intrigued with this whole concept of you're doing exactly what you're doing but instead of being paid and doing a tv way to medium you're doing internet which we all understand is eclipsing tv anyways and so it makes sense that a reporter like you should make that decision.
1: So true. So true. And I saw all of those, you know, stars aligning and I'm like, all right, you know, it's, it's time to make the decision. And so I, yeah. I'm very happy I did. <laughs> yeah.
0: So this was last year, right?
1: No, no, this was less than, uh, this was just about two months ago that I had my last day, May 20th.
0: What? Yeah. I'm confused. I'm shocked.
1: What? You mean when I went full-time? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. May 20th is when I went full-time. So, previous to that, I was doing both.
0: Wow.
1: Yeah. Okay, so I, was-
0: I caught you at the right time.
1: <laughs> yeah. I was doing both for almost Making a year. Breaking
0: news. Ellie left her career. It just happened two months ago. <laughs>
1: yeah, really recently. Very recently. So, it's been... Yeah. I'm, I'm so very... Yeah. yeah,
0: no... Awesome. How is it, so how's it feeling? Uh, two months in,
1: it's been really good. Um, Are you scared? No, not no at fear. all. No, mm-hmm. I feel great. I know. I know for a it fact right it's cool. the right decision, and I think that the further away I get mm-hmm. from that, you know, nine to six. Hmm. Locked into these hours, locked into this schedule, I don't ever want to do that again.
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll talk about it when we get to the seg- segment of the show where we're going to deep dive into your personal uh, life. But you're a traveler, you're an adventurer, so yeah. it all kind of makes sense. <laughs> Space,
1: <laughs> yeah, is your no. is
0: your area of interest.
1: And I um, love that. I love having the ability to just go wherever.
0: It it feels like uh, that you've hit your authentic self. Yes. Um, you have your brand. You have your personality. You can do whatever you like. Uh, you're going to cover Giga Texas like we all did, but you're the only one that had a horse.
1: <laughs> this is true. And that became that <laughs> controversial, which was... Oh, yeah, you know, because it was the same time that that Business Insider article came out that Elon had, (laughs) you know, given a horse to a flight attendant to, I guess, (laughs) a sexual favor. And so I shared it on Twitter and all of these like, you know, there's like Tesla Q people. I guess it would be the equivalent of like the SpaceX haters. They're like, oh, you know, did Elon give you that horse? And I'm like, no i'm flattered you think i know them? you know <laughs> like,
0: that is funny oh my yeah. gosh that's hilarious how coincidental that had happened but um uh, no. the the concept of you um uh covering the story of giga texas um yeah. but it, it it you saw it in the comments where people you shared it when your tweets that so was really cool how people were moved by the whole uh i'm sorry it wasn't giga texas it was uh Base, starbase uh, star starbase base. yeah this concept of the horse and the rocket
1: yeah yes
0: uh, It's it's poetic it is very poetic
1: it is yeah. i that's one of my favorite pictures it just it it really does speak a thousand words it's like yeah you know i love it yeah
0: yeah i, I, I the reason i bring that up it's again it's just a, it's a great um i concept to share this the symbolically and metaphorically the right. idea that You know, you with your skill sets and ability to express your personality, your brand, your knowledge, uh, journalism, but also fun, travel, (laughs) it's all like,
1: boom. I said, you know, you make a good point that I'm discovering my authentic self because I feel like now that I've dropped the TV persona and like needing to be kind of cookie cutter and worried about, I don't know, just like a little bit more... uh, boxed in now it's like i really can be like you know like i can be goofy in a video and like it doesn't matter you know like whereas on tv news you're not there let's
0: let's show the folks here a little bit of your tv reporter persona go ahead and uh report on this interview that i'm doing with you right now
1: (laughs) um Good evening, everyone, and thanks for joining us. I am here joined by Herbert, and he is interviewing me about my background in TV news. Now, we have a lot to cover in this episode. We're going to go through the origin story of my YouTube. We have some fun trivia that you haven't heard about, so stay tuned for that. Don't go anywhere and don't change that channel.
0: <laughs> I love it. Oh, yeah. In some of your videos, you do have that, which is still. I think you should keep it is still yeah. very important for certain segments where you're just telling something important. And yeah. again, it has its role, but it's, I laugh because it's a few people have that skill. <laughs>
1: yeah. No, people, people are like, you still sound like a news person. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, like whatever. I, I you know? think you
0: should. There, there no. are, like I said, there's pieces and segment of an episode that you're creating right. where that really gives it the credibility, gives exactly. you the, your, your setting, sharing information. Then, then you then you go have your fun personality and then you mix up. It's, it's perfect, honestly. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, I want to stay on this concept of, uh, independent journalism that you are shepherding here, spearheading. Um, this is a professional who's now doing kind of reporting, but you're doing it independently. And I feel like you're headed towards an empire. This, I feel like this is, uh, it's a mini empire that might happen, um, But this concept that it's, again, very different approach than just regular YouTubers who they rely on their personality, um, which many have and they take off. Great. Many don't. Uh, But you're providing information and you research it. Right. You're still going in and you like you would a story and you know how to tell the story, too. Right. So I I just feel like this independent journalism is a big market. Yeah. It feels like important.
1: Uh, I've had like you
0: said earlier that everybody has a cell phone now and mm-hmm. uh, we've seen this for the last five, 10 years. Everybody uses a cell phone, but, and they're great. It's wonderful to see that, but it's just that, that middle ground, that middle ground right. between this sterile white, you know, reporter on the channel versus right. it's a, the best of both worlds. It is. I, I feel it like is. it's going to,
1: if well, it hasn't I'm, taken
0: off, I feel like it will.
1: What I love too about YouTube is that I'm not limited to maximum two minutes to tell a story because mm-hmm. guess what? Sometimes to tell a story thoroughly, you need, you know, a good five, 10 minutes. And mm-hmm. so I just love that. Like I can still do a good job and be professional, but um, also not feel like I'm shorting the viewers and like, and and be even more thorough and, and get it right. You know, cause I think that's one of the criticisms with TV is like people feel like You know, especially like if you get interviewed for a story and they're like, yeah, they chopped out most of the important stuff I said and they took a 10 second soundbite that was controversial. Well, they're right. That's usually Mm. what a news story is. It's like, you know, and and it's I'm doing a live stream later today, actually, just to talk about, you know, this whole idea of journalistic integrity. And Elon tweeted Mm. about it today that. You know, yes. um, media perfect. is becoming a, a click, a clickbait machine versus a yes. truth sharing machine. And he's right. It's, it's getting out of hand. Yeah. What are we going to do?
0: Perfect. I, Another I, example of a perfect, uh, content and area that you, you uniquely right. have the ability to answer, uh, yeah. explore further. Okay. So let's get into space and SpaceX. Um, so Starlink fell in your lap, were you always interested in space? How did you decide to start covering this area? Why is space important from your perspective?
1: Okay, so uh, was I always interested? I had been pretty interested as a kid, but not like diehard like some people are. Hmm. Um, But now that I'm obviously very invested in it, I'm very interested my ex-boyfriend was the one who kind of like steered me in the way of of starlink and i just saw Mm -hmm. the massive potential and you know game changing ability there to have internet from anywhere i mean that's like huge that's that's not just to you know be able to watch youtube wherever you want it's like you can access healthcare you can access education it's it's really Mm -hmm. really an amazing thing for the world um and so that I was genuinely interested in. And then I learned more about SpaceX. And, you know, I grew up in um, Manhattan Beach. So that's near LAX, near the Los Angeles airport. So I wasn't too far from SpaceX, but I had never really, um, you know, did much research about them. And now I see, yeah, tremendous value in becoming a multiplanetary species. And that mm-hmm. is obviously the, the main goal here with Um, creating Starship, right, is to get us to Mars and beyond. So I think that, um, yeah, I think that it's it's good to have a backup option. And it's something that's going to take a lot of time, clearly. So we got to get started. And I feel like Elon is just one of the most influential people of our time because he's leading that charge. And a lot of people would just either not see the value or see it as too difficult. And he's already, you know, created some rocket reusability that other people just didn't even touch. Mm -hmm. It's it's huge. (laughs) I I think that I think that space is for everyone. You know, like you don't have to be some like brainiac or, you know, like space should. It's for all of us. We're all affected by it. Right. We're all created from Stardust, but we all have a stake in this because it's it's humanity um it's keeping us alive right and so i think that i want to get more people excited about it and mm-hmm. some of my viewers have seen me as a way to like bridge that gap between uh, yeah. people that have no idea what's going on they just yeah. don't even know
0: and non a non-scientist non-geek non yeah. uh, you know who's able to right? just uh wide-eyed excitement but then explain it with your journalism you know, ability to explore further and and break down the facts, but in a digestible way for the average person to enjoy and learn. And like you said, it's spaces for everyone. So, you know, and I do think that this is going to take off and yeah. (laughs) Oh
1: (laughs) yeah. It's true though. It already is. It already is. And unfortunately it's taking off in the sense that Elon is also making headlines Hmm. like, Sure. we're living in a tabloid magazine every day but you know it, it is becoming more mainstream and that's great.
0: Yeah. So, so the, what are you excited about? You I saw recently you were talking about the orbital launch for Starship. It's in home stretch. When do you expect that to happen? How are um, you going to cover it?
1: Um when do I expect it to happen? Man, I I heard that, you know, we think it's going to be in August. You just don't oh. know until you just don't know until it actually happens. Right. Because we've been delayed now for almost a year. Um, mm-hmm. so, uh, I will be there no matter what, even if I have to drive, I mean, unless really? yeah. something terrible happens, I, I will make it there. <laughs> and, um, you know, I mean, you obviously can't get too close because mm-hmm. you want to be safe in case of, uh, ruds, right. Rapid, uh, rapid unscheduled disassembly. Right. So you yeah. don't want to be in, in, in that area, but, um, yeah, I, I, rapid I, scheduled
0: under, I yeah. It's, a,
1: right. it's a real thing. It's a real thing that's yeah. a term
0: for a, uh,
1: <laughs> a rud. Yeah. I did an interview with oh. a, a sound guy for one of, for Tim Dodd, another really big YouTuber. And yeah. he's trying to basically like make it so that he can record the audio from as close as possible but also like protect the gear right it's this really hard problem to solve
0: so so. tell us about starship uh why an orbital launch is so important
1: well the orbital launch is just the beginning right Mm -hmm. um it's it's really just it's really just the beginning. We, we want to get to Mars eventually, but that is done in steps and layers. And so I think, um, you know, we've, we've had a couple, a couple hops and a couple short duration flights, but this will really be like a a major milestone in the development. And so, um, but we obviously want to do it right and, you know, have people be safe and, um, so, yeah, it's it's just getting us closer to Mars. And that is obviously what I'm most excited for. Well, and also going back to the moon. I'm pretty excited for that, too.
0: Yeah, first woman in the moon, right? Yeah, yeah. So you've interviewed these scientists. Um, I saw you did Avi Loeb, Scott Malley and others. Yeah. Um, tell me about that experience. This is it pretty cool that you actually got to... You, I heard you traveled there as well and yeah. you visited them. And, yeah, who else are you going to be interviewing us? Yeah.
1: Yeah, well most people are like, "Hey, um, you know, can I set up a Zoom with you?" I'm like, "Hi, can I fly to your house?"
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, mm-hmm. but um they were great. It was so fun and it was also like, you know, me getting the reward of getting to see a new place and traveling mm-hmm. to to make it happen. But um in the beginning with Starlink, I was trying to I didn't just want to cover like what Starlink was and do like a speed test over and over. I wanted to mm-hmm cover the angle that no one else was touching, which is who are the communities that are benefiting from this? You know, who's champion, championing this. And so I would reach out to, you know, the superintendent of a rural Virginia school district who needed internet connection during the pandemic, right? Because everything's virtual. They had nothing. Then they decided to try out Starlink when it was super early and worked out great for them. So I found these people on LinkedIn, you know, the the leader of the um, Native American Ho tribe in Washington state, he said, you know, a lot of their people had never had Internet. They didn't even have an email. So so it wasn't any um, there was nothing foreign about like reaching out to someone and saying, hey, can I interview you? But what was different Mm -hmm. is like, hey, I'm willing to actually like put money toward this and book a flight and get a rental car and, and, and come to you and, and make this work. And um, yeah. so that that was just a, a really cool experience. And I just want to keep building on that, right? I mean, yeah. I just, that's, I, I want to be that boots on the ground reporter. I want to be- Is that, you know, is that
0: one step more deeper, more cl- closer, but also more information that others aren't going to be able to get if they don't yeah. do this?
1: Yeah, yeah, I just think, I think everyone would prefer watching people interact in person than yeah. than watching virtual, you know? I mean, it's better than nothing, but I think that yeah. there's something really genuine and authentic about being face-to-face with someone.
0: Okay. So the number of launches that SpaceX is doing is increasing and um, seems to be yeah. like quite regular now. Any kind of commentary on that or any kind of something that's exciting that you're waiting for in terms of a launch well, this coming year?
1: You know, uh, I think that it is kind of crazy that they're they're so routine now. It's 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 great. Um, and, and I still haven't seen a launch in person personally. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty excited for that. Um, hopefully it's Starship. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, yeah, it, it, it just shows how successful they are. And, you know, seeing seeing the booster be returned and landed is just it never gets old
0: yeah it it doesn't (laughs) okay yeah i can't wait till they have the two or three all landing at the same time
1: (laughs) or the chopsticks you know the arms catching
0: when are we going to see that one the chopsticks yeah
1: um well i think they're going to try to do it with the first orbital launch but even elon has admitted right yeah it sounds crazy because it is but it's like i just love that they're willing to push those limits and Thank goodness it's not NASA because they don't have all this red tape. They, I mean, they have some, yeah. right, With like the environmental assessment, but they don't have nearly the amount of like, all right, let's, you know, plan this for ages and talk about how much this is going to cost. And they're just like, go, 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 you know, blow it up, whatever. Keep going. Make it work.
0: <laughs> he um, said that, yeah, he said he expects it to fail. So yeah, the uh, uh, orbital or launch or rocket goes back and they're trying to catch it with the chopsticks. Yeah. It could just... It's more likely going to fail than dot right <laughs>
1: well, not, but if it does, you know that's part of the process and yeah. and I think that honestly, like getting getting so involved in elon and and seeing you know the failures of of SpaceX and Tesla over the years and how they've persevered, it mm-hmm. just also really inspired me that I'm like yo i I shouldn't be afraid of failing like i I gotta go for this and realize that failing is just part of the process, you know, like that's so brilliant. yeah. It, it 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 kind of translates. Um, it, it's really a great inspiration for. So based
0: life. on what you just said uh, last uh, twenty minutes here, when we when it goes to Mars, you're gonna have to have boots on the ground in Mars, don't you think? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I that can't sounds- properly tell that story and report on it if you're like here in uh, <laughs> <the> Earth.
1: <laughs> that sounds really scary. Um I'm not going to lie. I I've been in some pretty scary situations with my outdoor activities, but that one is really like, you know, you you, you yeah. could die. Um yeah. and so I think um but but I've been thinking more about the possibility of me going to space someday in my lifetime. Yes. I actually interviewed a, an astronaut recently, and she was like, "I think you'd be a really good candidate." And and just to hear her say that, this woman who spent forty days in space, right? Like she she's walked the walk. Um, it's not something that I've ever really uh, visualized. It just Makes sense.
0: It makes yeah. sense, Ellie. Come on, we were yeah. just talking about your authentic self. You're an adventurer. Yeah. You're a rock climber. You like to yeah. travel. Yeah. <laughs> you want I to be mean- a boots on the ground reporting. Yeah. Yes. And the first group of people to Mars or even like you say just let's say made the moon, they're going to need a yeah. reporter there to tell right. and record right. the story in a professional way. Yeah. Come on, Ellie, let's do it.
1: I would do it. I would do it. And and I I even told my <laughs> my mom that I I was interested in this and you know, she's an engineer and I thought that she would be so excited and she uh, was like I, I don't scared. want you to go because I'm scared. And I'm like, "Well, I think that's a pretty good way to die. You know, yes. I mean, yeah, if, yeah. if you know, you're doing something that not a lot of people will ever get to do, it's, it's epic. It's amazing. It's, you know, so.
0: Did you watch yeah. inspiration for, yeah.
1: Yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And and there were citizens and they were telling the yeah, story and they were.
1: Yeah. yeah. And I think, I mean, you know, I, there's a lot of, parallels with rock climbing where like you have to trust the system and you have to right yeah just so it's 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 like the same idea right i mean yes anything could happen but guess what anything could happen when you're driving to the grocery store so Mm
0: -hmm. you know well maybe not the uh maybe not the mars but go to the moon be the the first uh, reporter in the moon
1: can you imagine Um, I'd be like, I'm I actually can't. here. This is not fake.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and you're climbing the rocks of the moon, okay? No. Be the first rock climber of the moon. Oh
1: my gosh. I'd be so good.
0: <laughs> you're perfect for this. There's no yeah. one else. Honestly. You're yeah. this you were this is all leading up to that.
1: No, that's so crazy. <laughs> because I think you might really be right. But it's like it's wild. It's wild. That that would be. I'd be like, yeah. I, I'm in a simulation. Life isn't real. Well,
0: and, and the reality is that, uh, as you were saying earlier just now, that the rocket launches has become regular. It's crazy yeah. that, what is it? It's almost like one a week or sometimes even yeah. twice a oh, week. Yeah. Right. It's like, what? They're, sh- you know what I mean? It's just, uh, nobody knows this. Few people know yeah. that there's a rocket being launched every week. Yeah. Uh it's like it's like an airplane, right? Flying yeah. regularly now.
1: And soon going to space will become very pedestrian as well.
0: Yeah. And and so that's what I mean, that going to the moon is not going to be that scary, right. really. Uh, it's the landing. <laughs> yes. uh, as Elon you know, said, <laughs> it's landing on impact. thats the, That's the part they need to still practice a few times. It'd
1: be so uh. cool. It'd be so okay. You're
0: gonna do it. You're gonna be like, you're gonna be super no I, I can't use that word. Uh, Eli just use that word.
1: <laughs> you heard you're gonna
0: answer,
1: be. Though. We we're that? we're declaring we're declaring it today, 2022, July 27th. <laughs>
0: yeah, Ellie on the moon. Yep. Ellie in space, first milestone, and then Ellie on the moon.
1: Oh man, see, no. see
0: how perfect that is. You named your channel Ellie in space. So you can't not do it. It's a
1: foreshadowing. It's a a (laughs) foreshadowing.
0: It is. So, uh, yeah, you're perfect for this. You will do this. It's going to, your your broadcast independent journalism. You're going to be a media empire. And this is what is going to just make you go global. Uh, And uh, I'm going to be the person holding the camera, okay? (laughs) So you're not all alone.
1: (laughs) I would love the help. So let's do it.
0: (laughs) 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 oh god you're fun um so yeah so it sounds like you're not going to go to mars but yeah you would do this and so what what yeah just high level this journey that spacex and elon has taken us all to get into space again and you're clearly so excited about it that you've devoted your career and life towards this topic (laughs) um yeah and so do you think that do you you said that it was already pretty big you feel like that The audience for this is pretty big already, and it's just gonna. What's your how many people do you think? Yeah,
1: it's gonna get bigger. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's. You know, these like these like prank channels and people that are just doing dumb stuff on YouTube have have more more views, I think, and more interest. So we want to change that and get, you know, things uh, like like SpaceX and and space travel a little bit more mainstream. But I think it's Mm -hmm. happening. It's happening right before us. And like I said, once those launches start, hmm. you're going to see a big change. You know, people are going to actually start to say, oh, wow, this really could happen. You know? Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yeah. Yeah. Something big has to happen. I remember Elon 2000, he said that uh, to get everybody excited about space again, he wants to show life on Mars. And so he was going to shoot a seed, right? It's going to land in Mars and it's going to be the very first plant to grow in a little kind of. A, a aquarium bubble thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Something
0: like that has to happen. Um it's yeah. going to just jolt humanity towards This is incredibly exciting.
1: Yeah. Well, and, you know, you watch all the space movies and it's like that will be real soon, which is I mean, we don't know what version, but um you know, yeah.
0: it's Have you have do you know Ash Martian? Um she's a friend of mine here in Seattle. Mm-hmm. Have you met her yet? Mhm okay i'll have to introduce you but she just recently um uh, 3d printed a helmet um mm. similar wow. to um yeah the the uh, what the the kind of the suits that just uh folks are making but yeah i'm gonna get her to make me one but she needs to make one for you
1: yeah <laughs> so I'll, I'll
0: introduce you guys you'll you'll that'd
1: love her be super cool. oh yeah that'd be yeah. awesome
0: I want to more learn more about you and your personal story. Um, tell us about that. Uh, what happened? Where did you grow up? What did you study?
1: Yeah! Wow! Wow! Um, so why do you I, say
0: wow? <laughs> well,
1: there's just there's just so much. I mean, man, where do we start? Um, I am adopted. I was born here in Utah. I was adopted before I was born. So, uh, Mm. you know, went on a plane at two two days old to Los Angeles with my Mm. parents. Mm. And I was raised in Manhattan Beach, California. Uh, I went to college at Loyola Marymount University. I didn't really know what I wanted to do. So Mm. I got an English degree. Um, I wouldn't recommend getting an English degree at a private university. It's probably (laughs) not necessary. But um, I, I really still didn't know what I wanted to do by the time I was graduating. And um, I thought, man, it'd be kind of cool to do TV news. But I didn't do journalism school. I didn't do the the internship. And so mm-hmm. I don't know if you watch Parks and Rec, but mm-hmm. there is a character yeah. named Perd Happley who in real life, his name is Jay Jackson. And he was a TV reporter turned actor and and wow. he ran a reporter's clinic so it's like you know wow. crash course 101 let's let's make you an audition reel an audition tape and yeah. so i i paid him to help me make a reel we sent it across the country south dakota said we see potential do you want to move here in 5 days sight unseen wow. and i said sure so i moved to south dakota i started my career in tv news with no knowledge of anything
0: I see.
1: So I kind of look at that as like, that was almost like my schooling, right? Because um, yeah. it was pretty small market. It was pretty like, you know, easygoing. Um, and then I moved to Southern Oregon. I did two years there. I did two years in Washington state as the main anchor. And then I moved here to Utah. Um, so yeah, that's some of that background. Exciting. Um,
0: uh, it's very I've cool. Taken, Again. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I've taken an unconventional path and. A lot of things that I've done in life. <laughs> like a lot
0: that, of- a, that's a, that's a thread here. I mean, you are willing to throw yourself in. It's it's almost like every one of your stories, right? You don't necessarily yeah. need to anything about it. That's the goal. You go and research yeah. it, you study it, and you report. It. So in that little video that you did, the audition trail, you have to learn how to do your reporter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can and anybody be- learn how to do that? Can I learn how to do that? <laughs>
1: Absolutely. We went around, we did like three or no, we did like four or five, like mock stories. So Mm -hmm. for one of them, he actually took me to, you know, a real life protest of the circus in downtown Los Angeles. And he said, here, say this. And I said it 20 times, you know, Jay, look behind me, these crowd of protesters are here. And you know, they're, they're (laughs) saying that the elephants need justice or whatever. And I said that like 20 times and then it was kind of weird. They're probably like, what is she doing? And, um, and and then he edited it together and I had something to present to at least show my potential. I didn't lie. I was like, yo, I I don't know anything, but (laughs) you know,
0: you know, uh, so you have, um, one of the reasons why I think you're are successful and will be successful is you have an amazing personality. You're funny. You're, you know, you, you look like you're excited and you're, um, very open. But then I discovered that in one of your personal videos that you say that you're actually a shy person in high school. And, yeah, um, and, and tell us a little bit about that alcohol scenario oh, that yeah. happened. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just sure. very, it's, yeah. it's very, uh, it's one of the things I don't believe, right? Because when I see you now, when I talk to you, and I see your videos, just you don't see that person that you were describing as a high school.
1: Yeah. I was extremely shy um hmm. and really bad and I discovered alcohol at fifteen years old, and all of a sudden, I was in my mind the life of the party this is amazing <laughs> i'm I'm feeling loose, I'm feeling wild, yeah. and I was you know so <clears throat> so excited about it, I guess, and leaning on it as a crutch that. You know, I started getting drunk every day and this was distracting me, obviously, from school and hanging out with just people that were not really my friends. And then I had <clears throat> one night where I drank way too much, mm. ended up in the hospital. You know, parents were on a trip uh, four hours away in Vegas. They had to drive mm. home in the middle of the night They, you know, they were terrified. And so that, um, that really was a scary moment. And I didn't drink after that because I was scared of alcohol. And then I contemplated maybe trying again. And I was like, it's been so long that I don't want to break this streak. I, I'm, I, I am, I have an all or nothing personality. Mm. And so at that point I was like, I've, had no alcohol. Like why not keep this going? And here we are over 15 years later and I still haven't broken that streak. I never want to break that streak. That is Mm -hmm. my identity now is that I don't drink alcohol and I'm very comfortable with that about myself. And, um, so yeah, and it, and it kind of forced me over the years to learn how to get out of my shell and how to just rely on being me And being in social situations sans alcohol and, um, you know, I, it's not to pass judgment on people who drink in social situations. I know that that is kind of what a lot of people like to do, but it's just not for me. And, um, it's something I'm really proud of. So someone asked me like, you know, what, what is one of the most things you're proud of? And I was like, you know, Mm -hmm. actually that. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah, it's another one of your videos, and I know you have a separate channel, YouTube channel called Ellie that's Vated. Me, yeah, that's, yeah, Ellie that's
1: Vated. Ellie.
0: <laughs> that's funny, Ellie Vated, yeah. Ellie Dash Vated. But yeah. um, another one that you know hit me and emotionally, tugged a little bit, and it's something that I hope more people and certain people, like you said, it's not it's not for everybody, and there's not no judgment, but there's a lot right. of people. Uh, you know, I want my daughters who are in uh, college. To hear and understand what you said, right? That you don't need to drink at a party. Uh, oh my gosh. You've you're you're an example of that that ha- finds a way to be fine, and it, you don't right. have to drink, and don't don't do that. And and that's you're cool, and everything's fine, and nobody's you know it's going to be just okay, and uh, to be at a party and not drink and not have to drink. Ever. Just, so again, it's I hope that that's a message that you can carry on and become your. I, of course, you'll decide what is best for you, but that's a that's a good one. Yeah.
1: Well, I just really feel like I meet a lot of people that they're like, oh, I don't want to go out because then I'm going to have to right. drink. And I'm like, yeah. what?
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no.
1: Why? <laughs> why is this your like mindset about it? You don't have to. But I think they're just that mm-hmm. uncomfortable and it's yeah. unfortunate.
0: You exactly know? right. So, so that is really cool about you. Um, still don't believe you were shy, but okay.
1: <laughs> oh, I, was. Oh, I was. And I had braces and I would like <laughs> cover my mouth when I laughed, and you know, I'd have to, like, <laughs> and I'm like, no one wants to hear you talk. And I was like, I was pretty okay. I was not very nice to myself. So it's it's great mm-hmm. to get out of that. And in TV reporting also forces you because some stories you have to go around a neighborhood and knock on doors and be like, yeah. "Hey, I'm you know here with Fox News and oh, we heard about the shooting down the street. Kind of hard to miss." Uh, yeah. What
0: yeah. did you? Hear? I mean, if, it's that's what I mean. That it's weird that a person who's shy is able to now be on TV yeah. and share so much, and then being able to just you know like call a stranger and talk to them. Yes. Um, so you've you know that's a great therapy or a great uh, way to evolve and grow as a person well you one of it, the right? other
1: reasons i didn't expect to be reading the news as a tv news anchor is because when i was younger i had a speech impediment so what? i couldn't say my yeah. r's you mm-hmm. know wed file twerk oh like i i would talk like that and um it, I that talked the braces? Like that yeah. until fifth grade no no i just you know couldn't say my r's and so luckily I went through speech therapy, but my mom jokes all the time. She's like, I can't believe, you know, you went from not being able to pronounce Rs to yeah. pronouncing things pretty well now because, so you know, Maybe you gotta- the speech
0: therapy was part of your education to be a perfect yeah. speaker. Or, yeah. 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 <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, so
0: another area of your life that you showcase a few times is rock climbing. Oh my gosh. Um, amazing that you do that. It tell me is, about that hobby or is it more than a hobby what what is oh, it?
1: <laughs> it if if i had to do like a second channel about anything it would be rock climbing um because i i just absolutely love it uh it has put me in situations where there's some of my scariest moments but you get through it and then you feel like a rock star <laughs> um but really I I like the physical challenge. I'm a very active person. I like that. It's this mental puzzle. Um, and yeah, I'm just obsessed.
0: Yeah. It's interesting. The threads are getting closer and closer to tell the whole story.
1: Yeah. 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 I know. Why does she like rock climbing? (laughs) Yeah. I think that that's part of the reason why that astronaut made that comment because she's like, you know, rock climbing outside is one of those yeah. kind of scary situations and, and you're doing that. So, um, yeah, who knows?
0: You're who very knows? inspirational. You're, you're breaking Thank down you. walls, but you're climbing over them. Let's put it that way. You're yeah. climbing over
1: yes, going over that I mountain,
0: am. the next mountain. Oh, I love it. Bigger and bigger mountains. <laughs> I
1: just, I just, I just go and, um, it's, it's awesome. It's highly yeah. recommend getting a GoPro if you're into sports.
0: Let's go back to YouTube and your channel. Um, you 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 started becoming a full-time YouTube just a couple months ago. Shocking. Yep. Uh, yeah. Your video that you did, Where Will Tesla Employees Live? That one we talked about yeah. earlier. 500,000 yeah. views, 7,000 likes. So which is your favorite video that you've made so far? Oh, oh
1: my gosh. It's so, so hard. So many. <laughs> <laughs> yeah there there's a couple ties for sure um i yeah i i've really liked a lot of the starbase ones i think any of them were like i've made it this adventure where i've flown mm-hmm. to san francisco and rented a car and and driven to scott manley's house that's definitely mm-hmm. like one of them but i have a couple scenarios like that now so um and not necessarily like only the ones that have done well are my favorite. There's some mm-hmm. that, for whatever reason, didn't do that well. But, you know, I thought that I did a good job. I was proud of the work and I had mm-hmm. fun making it. So um, I would say, you know, a, a lot of them are, are a close tie. I thought the flying to Boston was also like just a crazy trip because. Mm-hmm. I booked that red eye flight, which I don't like red eyes. I don't mm-hmm. recommend taking a red eye if you can avoid it. But mm-hmm. like I, I booked this flight like two days before and I flew to Boston. I'd never been to Boston. I hadn't spent much time on the East coast and I got there at like six thirty in the morning. My rental car was delayed. Didn't get it till eight. Then um, my interview with this guy was at three, Avi Loeb and so i had to like i couldn't check in at my hotel because it wasn't ready yet so i basically walked around boston for 14 miles to stay awake i was getting some sightseeing i went to a public restroom i curled my hair Hmm. using the outlet in the public restroom i mean it was like a very like memories
0: of uh (laughs) when your your early career first year career here's i'm by myself
1: I was just like, this is, this is insanity. You know, I've had hardly any sleep cause I didn't really sleep yeah. on the plane. So I was like trying to like, you know, be my most polished when I finally got to the theater. Oh, and then, and then I hired this guy to help me film that interview who okay. I had never met. I found him on Instagram. I, you know, paid him cash. I picked him up at a bus stop. So we had to have, you know, a lot of things go right. He had to not murder me. I had to not murder him. <laughs> You know, I'm picking up this guy at a bus stop. He's going to some random location 40 minutes away with me. Like, and yeah. then I had to trust that he would get back to me all of the footage that he shot right. on his, Oh my god, it, it was kind of insane. Like yeah. looking back at it, everything about the trip <laughs> was insane, but it worked out.
0: It's so. another story where you just, uh, whatever has to happen, I'm going to do, yeah. it's going to be like, you know, on my, a lot of preparation, but also a lot of, uh, I need to figure it out right, right in- now.
1: Winging it. And I feel like the more that I have those experiences, the more I, I have them because the bar is just like, you know, set at a new level to where, oh, that's not that crazy. Now this is crazy. And then you, you survive you're that. And you're like, okay, you know, this isn't that bad.
0: Yeah. So it's a that you have over 300 plus videos. Um, but then I just realized now that it wasn't just from a year ago. Right. So how uh, it, otherwise it'd be like one a day. Uh, what's your typical you know, schedule?
1: I I try to do at least two videos a week. Mm-hmm. Um, I need or at least I don't know if I need to, but it's mm-hmm. recommended to like pick a day and have like every Saturday at 10 a.m. You can yeah. expect, you know, mm-hmm. but me my style is like sometimes there's just stuff that happens that day and i'm like oh man i want to make a quick video about this Uh, Mm -hmm. but i didn't see it coming so i can't have a schedule for that but um yeah i try to be you know as as much as possible Mm -hmm. if you can make a video every day great but at least do two a week that's kind of my mantra Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. okay and then uh yeah, so where are you headed? What kind of topics are you going to start covering? Um, what, what's in, what's on your agenda for the next month, two months?
1: Yeah, so I'm really excited for the Tesla shareholders meeting, um, mm-hmm. and not just because of the meeting, but I think you know there's just stories galore in Austin, Texas, just Texas too. So I'm going to be able to gather a lot of content when I'm there, which I'm excited about. Um, but I think you know someday I would love to interview Elon, of course. Yes. Um, So that is definitely like big bucket list goal. Uh, So I want to, I want to make sure that that happens. I want to cover the orbital launch of Starship. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Um, I want to interview, you know, more kind of high level people, not just Elon. I have a commitment that Tim Dodd, everyday astronaut will do an interview with me. We haven't done it yet, Um, but I think, you know, just, you guys
0: were already friends. I've seen photos of you guys hanging out.
1: We, so I I ran into him at Cyber Rodeo. Yeah. I was like the only person too that really knew he was there. I, I was sitting, um, you know, on a on a display of a Tesla, like on the, you know, on the platform and my shoes were off because my feet were killing me. And all of a sudden I see in the distance Tim Dodd and I like run over. I probably looked insane. And I was like, Tim, it's me, you know, like You guys terrified. are peas in
0: a pod. Yeah. You yeah. guys are like yeah. the two and, that are um, breaking borders here about space right yeah
1: oh i think he's fascinating and like his origin story is also really cool but um so we did like a quick little minute like can you give me your reaction to this but Mm -hmm. i need to do like the in-depth with him because and you know another role that i have um while we're just you know declaring Mm -hmm. things to the universe and manifesting here i want to do a (laughs) ted talk someday Um, i I have no
0: no, no reporter voice though right
1: (laughs) yeah yeah I want to do wow. a TED talk. Yeah. Um, I don't know exactly what I would talk about yet, yeah. either my adoption yeah. or, um, you know, I have a couple ideas, but yeah, yeah. we'll There's get so
0: there. So much. I think your story is very inspirational. The the moved all this, everything we talked about. Um, yeah. So you're so space and technology, and you're you're dabbling more into Tesla, and you're gonna probably expand that a bit. Um, and this is going to become an empire. So where are you at uh, the beginning stages? You just left full time. Um, yep. What do you, what do you need? What are your milestones that you need before this becomes a real business? And you know, where, what's your next um, milestone where you want to accomplish the next hill that you're going to climb?
1: Yeah. I mean, obviously like a hundred thousand subscribers. I okay. mean, I think that I'll feel like I've really made it when I get to a million. So,
0: (laughs) yeah, 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 yeah. you know, um,
1: (laughs) but, um, that's a milestone interviewing Elon's a milestone, having a video that breaks a million views milestone, (laughs) um, close, we're close. I would say that. Um, and yeah, I think, I think it all really depends on how many people want to support me externally. Um, it's kind of how it works.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're getting there, you're moving, and you just yeah. started, so it's going to be uh, pretty cool. All right, so let us uh, uh, let me ask you a few more questions about, um, yeah, one question about Elon, and I want to, that specific thing you just said about how the journalism, and the, I know you're going to do your own video, but this will be published after yours. <laughs> so what's your thought about, you know, was where journalism headed, and the truth, and versus clickbait? Um, Yeah. What were you, what were you thinking in your head right now? What would you like to tell Elon about that?
1: Oh, well, I totally can understand what he's saying and he's right. And I think that it's, you know, this dangerous kind of snowball that, that we're seeing of, it just seems to be getting worse. And I Mm -hmm. think that you know, we're in a world full of noise and it's really hard to break through that noise. So how are you going to do that? Well, you're going to, you know, write something that's attention grabbing and you might need to like skew it a little bit to really write like, you know, if, if if we were to go to a city council meeting and say, you know, highlights from Tuesday night city council meeting, <laughs> hell no, you're not going to click on that. No, that's so boring. Mm. But, you know, like something really controversial <laughs> is going to pique your interest. So, yeah. you know, it's that's one thing that I'm going to be talking about today um, is is how do we incentivize the truth? And I think it's a really hard problem.
0: You know, incentivize um, the truth. That's amazing. yeah, I love it. OK, yeah, You're but it's a hard, first principles. You're thinking, you yeah. know, that's what he's going to figure <laughs> out.
1: Yeah. how How do we not reward? Right. Because if mm-hmm. you click on the article, they win.
0: It's it's sad because I think this is a mild, it, the, what happened is Wall Street Journal. Wall Street Journal was the one that yeah. published this about uh, yeah. false story about Elon cheating uh, or Elon yeah cheating with the wife of Sergey Sergey, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's you know, Wall it's Street great. Journal. So yeah, I'm very curious where you're going to head with that. That's a great story that you know very well. um all right, so a little bit, a couple fun conversation questions, if you're okay with it. So, what's yeah. we talked a little bit. What's your goal by the end of the decade?
1: Oh my gosh, so that is so eight years
0: from now. Yeah, it's too far away, huh? <laughs> so we um, you it. know
1: what? I would like to be married with kids. Um, oh, okay. Right now, I'm single. I just sure. turned thirty. Yeah. So, um, I would like a family, and I'm. Pretty confident it'll happen within a decade. Um, I think that I would like to have checked off some major countries that are that are in my plans to go to Australia, Japan. Oh, I want to go to Japan so bad. Um, So I I would like to have seen those places by a decade from now. Uh, Hopefully, have a million subscribers by a decade from now. Have a Tesla. But but beyond that, I'm really not like a materialistic person as as much as. Oh yeah,
0: I, you could tell I, I when know. you said that you want to have a family. I'm envisioning the van traveling yeah. or
1: yeah. nomad
0: life. You're going to be like, hey everybody, oh, this is the igloo. We're going to be living in the igloo for yes. the next three months.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh, I totally could see it. I totally could. My poor kids, my poor future. Oh, that's a
0: baby. <laughs> They're
1: be rock stars. They're going to be rock stars.
0: Yeah, probably rock, rock climbers rock from the beginning. Hey, uh, yeah. you know, you can tell your spouse, carry the baby. I've got to like. <laughs> <carry.">
1: <laughs> yes, that would be nice if the spouse climbs too. Not right. necessary, but at least like support me or try it
0: yeah, once. Yeah. All right. What is the uh, most unexpected piece of advice that you've ever received?
1: Oh my gosh! Yeah. Whoa unexpected oh my god oh wow um
0: yeah i wouldn't even know how to answer that myself it's a tough one you need to reflect i think it takes a long time yeah
1: yeah that that one that one i have to think about i don't even know
0: <laughs> maybe a future interview you can answer that question
1: yeah that's a good question um, though <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: if you could ask yourself a future your future self if you can ask your future self let's say the Ellie in 2030 what question would you ask
1: Um are you happy and are mm-hmm. you still like protecting your time and mm-hmm. your mission and staying true to yourself Nice Cuz you nice. better be Cuz you better be
0: Well that is what I think uh but you're done, right? We talked about it. Yeah. You're making your first steps to be your true, authentic self. You're deciding now the time, where to go. You combine your travel. You love your travels and adventures so much. Like, where in the world? Did you say Japan? Um, I love Japan. My family fell yeah. in love with Japan. We don't want to visit any other place but Japan. Really? <laughs> Which is kind of weird. Yeah. Oh I, I don't God. know why. But I we just really, really loved it. That will take a whole... uh Yeah, we have to go to... Some <laughs> part of your event, and I'll explain it to you one day. But it's just so much oh, why we yeah. loved it so much. Yeah.
1: I would love to go. And, yeah. you know, rumor is they might open a Giga factory there. Yeah. So yeah. I'm definitely going then.
0: It's not a rumor. It's only coming from one person, and that's Warren Redlich. And <laughs> you've been hanging out with him too much. <laughs> no, but I, I agree with that. Osaka is it. But yeah, he's repeating that over and over again. He'll be right. Uh, he'll be right. But I'm just, it's yeah. not a rumor.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Warren.
0: Warren's oh, funny. Uh okay, well thank you so much Ellie. I really appreciate yeah. this. Everyone, please follow Ellie on YouTube as of course Ellie in space. She has a second yes. channel, Ellie Vated. Vated. Yes. Perfect because you're a rock climber. Yeah. Uh and on Twitter she is @e sheriff tv e s h e r r i f correct? tv.
1: Uh E S H 2F? E Sheriff, so E S H E R I F F T V.
0: What fine one one R one R two Fs, Sheriff.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes. Hey, a lot of people get those confused, so it's okay. I
0: should not get that confused, but okay. <laughs> so hopefully you got a little bit brighter, and if you did, please you know uh, give me a bit of a like and a follow as well. Yeah. Thank you, everybody, absolutely. and we'll see you in the next episode. Bye, everyone.